to Dark Castle Entertainment. I'm your host, Mr. Castle. Now, if you take a look on your lap, you'll see a certain contraption. It's designed by me. Also, for my guests, which you certainly are. It's called the Hero Vision. Or the scientific name would be Lysinicus Penetratus. I want you to stick the funnel part into your ear. Deep, deep into your ear. And now listen very carefully. I want you to also put that as close to the speaker as possible. For you might hear things that might frighten shock you. Are you close? Get a little closer. Just a tiny bit closer. Did you hear that? Yes, I bet you did. It almost felt like your ears were being penetrated in 3D. Because they were. I hope you enjoy this. Stay here. Stay tuned. And enjoy. But don't get any blood on my carpet. Uh, 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 uh. Uh. So as you can tell, we still don't know what the fuck we're doing. This is Master Shot. I'm Alina. This is your boy, Eddie. All right. And this time we are actually talking about the Dark Castle Entertainment. That name might sound a little bit familiar because it was kind of all over the place in the early And if 2000s. they don't sound familiar, you had a fucked up childhood. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you, may, you may, might have a fucked up childhood. Yeah, you might actually have a fucked up childhood if you know this company. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> we had All the right. fucked up childhoods. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. But, you know, that's a whole other scary movie. That's so, a whole but, other <laughs> can of worms that we could probably talk to Dr. Phil over. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, but you know what, for the people who may not know about Dark Castle Entertainment, a few of the movies that they've done are House on Haunted Hill, 13 Ghosts, Ghost Ship, Gothica, House of Wax, The Reaping, Rock and Rolla, Orphan, The Hills Run Red, and Splice, which a few of these movies, if you want to know a little bit more about, check out our previous podcasts that are all about the early 2000 remakes. Yep. Check it out, yo. All right, and so Dark Castle Entertainment. <laughs> Dark Castle Entertainment was founded in 1999. Again, early 2000s, like an awesome time. Formed by yep. Joel Silver, Robert Zemeckis, Jared Bush, and Gilbert Alder Adler, with Susan Downey as the vice president of developments until 2009, as she was also VP of Dark Castle's parent company. Silver Pictures. And you know, the funny thing about it is all these people were in like big name movies. Like I think Robert Zemeckis was part of a, what's that one with Tom Hanks? Forrest Gump. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I forgot that one. 
I knew to, I yeah. remember Tom Hanks, but uh yeah. Janae, Janae, I wanna make some horror movies now, Janae. I mean, even uh the Polar Express was one of them and Back to the Future part two. I mean yeah, I guess that's as close to sci-fi horror as you can get oh, and Back in to the, the mainstream. <laughs> and three. The entire Back to the Future series. That is wow. Crazy. Yeah. And All then, great movies. Yes. And then also Susan Downey. She's that, like, Downey, if anyone is catching on to this, like, Robert Downey Jr. Yo. What? Yeah, that's um, his wife. Is that really his wife? <laughs> yeah, that's his wife. What? Oh, man. No wonder he's getting big movie roles. She's producing most of the movies. No. No. Uh-oh. Is no. it because he's talented? Yes. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I could probably play Iron Man. Would I be convincing? Probably no. not. But I can <laughs> <Right>. play him. <laughs> All right, I'd, so be, I'd be the Tin Man. Probably not yeah. quite Iron. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe Sterling Silver Man. No, nah, you're not even that. So <laughs> I might turn green though. Get it? Because if it hits the water, it'll turn green. Rust up. Gotcha. All right, so this, is ju- this is jewelry. This is this is jewelry humor, I guess. You know, my my jewelers will understand it. I okay. don't have any yet, but I might yeah, have no. some when I get rich. You're not getting any, especially because of this. <laughs> All right. So, Dark Castle was founded to pay homage to William Castle, go figure, a horror filmmaker of the 1950s. Initially, the goal was to remake Castle's films. However, only after two remakes, Dark Castle Entertainment began producing original movies as well as remakes of movies made by those other than William Castle. Well, shit, that didn't last long. (laughs) <laughs> no it did not <laughs> they said well we hit our two movies alright let's let's get to some other bullshit <laughs> and it's like it's kind of unfortunate because there was still so many more movies that they could have done yeah just like the tingler this. yeah god I love the title of that one that just sounds like it'd be it would probably not translate well to nowadays cause everybody would probably be thinking of something unlike uh, the spine tingler you know that cause I'm pretty sure that's what he was thinking of when he meant the tingler you know. Now, my thing is, he's got a movie called I Saw What You Did. Is that anything like I Know What You Did Last Summer? I don't know. But or is like it just that, coincidence? That I feel definitely like coincidence. popped in my mind, too. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute. that That's oddly like that movie, but probably better. I don't know. I, I saw I what mean, you did. I saw what you did last weekend. And it wasn't pretty. Like, I like that it doesn't actually have, like, you know, an exact place. You know, like, it's yeah, not, exactly. oh, last it's, summer. Yeah, why is it so spe- I spe- what spe- you did. specific? You know, like, that's you fucking thing. killed somebody. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I saw I what, you, what did. you did. I saw what you did. And you tried hiding it. And I figured it out. But. And he also did uh, have some producing credits in, uh. Rosemary's Baby as well. Something that we touched on a little bit in uh, one of our previous episodes. Yes. So this person has had a lot of influence on a few of the movies. And we'll actually be getting into that in just a bit. 
And so the Dark Castle Entertainment's parent company is a much more well-known and more successful company called Silver Pictures. It is a production company that began in 1980. They produce well-known films like the Matrix Trilogy, the oh. Lethal Weapon series, V for Vendetta, which I fucking love. That's great. Predator, actually, I just watched Predator, that movie. <laughs> and the Predator series. Oh, I watched those too, actually. Those are good as well. <laughs> not the second one. I don't know. Uh, Danny Glover's not as convincing about being a badass, though he does have a fucking huge 44 Magnum that he just dirty harries the shit out of all the Predators. <laughs> see, I was actually really afraid of those movies before. I want to see them now, but like, they're not on I, nearly as much. I feel like I'd be more terrified of the Predators than of the Alien in the movie Alien. I don't know. Just because... You know what? I don't fully agree with that because with the Predator, like, at least, like, he, like, rips out your fucking spine. Like, you're kind of gone from there while the alien, like, it's this full process of having another, like, baby alien rip through your rib cage and everything. At least with the Predator, it's, like, kind of a quick death, depending on how you die oh, and all that no. kind of stuff. But, like, I don't know. I would rather kind of be straight up killed and, like, limbs chopped off type of thing instead of something growing inside me and ripping through my chest. That's true, because if I got blown up by a laser beam, you know, that'd be a kind of cool way to go. I mean, if I were to if I were to choose a way, that'd probably be the way to go. Yeah, something ripping out of my my chest plate doesn't seem as satisfying. Just feeling all that and everything? Yeah, no. Plus, on no. top of that, though, doesn't the alien have, like, acid blood? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would suck, too. Because all yeah. they got to do is bleed on you and it burns you. So, really... They have, oh yeah, all right, well, yeah, touche. All right, I cha I changed my, I changed it. The alien's pretty fucking terrifying. All right, so I digress. Uh, <laughs> Dark Castle's existence began as a way to pay homage to the filmmaker William Castle, who has directed movies like House on Haunted Hill, Thirteen Ghosts, Macabre, Let's Kill Uncle, The Nightwalker, <laughs> and I Saw What You Did. God, why does everybody want to kill the uncle? <laughs> it's just bad rap for him. Yeah. What did I he don't do? Know. <laughs> and it know. seems like a game too. They're like, hey, hey, what do you want to play? Uh, let's kill. Let's uncle. kill uncle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sweet. Game dice always cool. So his financial <laughs> success in making B movies inspired Alfred Hitchcock to make Psycho. But like, you know throwing it back to a couple of the movies that we have already talked about. And uh, he was also the idol of John Waters and was noted as Robert Zemecki's favorite filmmaker, which helped lead to the creation of Dark Castle's pictures. Yep. Well, he's a great man. William Castle is an awesome guy. You know, he's a smart businessman. And, uh, and he kind of opened up the genre for the B-movies. Like, he kind of put it out there. And made it bigger. Like, this is pre, you know, Alfred Hitchcock and all that stuff. So, you know. Right. And even Alfred Hitchcock's movies weren't really B-movies. You know, William Castle literally created the B-movie genre, I feel like. Maybe. maybe yeah. yeah, I feel like uh, this definitely created this whole, like, subgenre 
and pave the way for so many more directors and everything. But William Castle was an ambitious and independent filmmaker who began at the age of 23. So I already feel like a fucking failure. Uh, Yeah. After uh, first (laughs) being... After first being inspired by Dracula, starring Bella uh, Lugosi. Lugosi. Yeah. Lugosi. Lugosi. Hey, you want Dracula? <laughs> he first started working at Columbia Pictures in 1940 when uh, then he began to work independently in 1958. He even financed his first independent film, Macabre, by mortgaging his house. If that's not the safest bet you can do, mortgaging your house and putting your whole life on the line because you feel like you have an artistic talent, um, that's probably the most responsible thing I've ever heard in my life. And I feel like more people should do this. Yeah, go tell that to your wife. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I won't have one if I do that. (laughs) (laughs) So to garner attention, he was known to play on gimmicks. During the premiere of Macabre, he had given each customer a certificate for a $1,000 life insurance policy, along with stationing nurses in the lobby with hearses in the back in case of the audience dying from fright. This helped lead oh. to the success of Macabre. You know, I feel like um, I actually did hear a rumor that Red Fox was there. And he, and during the movie, he, he cried out and he said, Elizabeth, it's the one, this is the big one. And then he just went down. Now, this is all rumors, and, you know, this might not be true, but I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. So, Elizabeth, he's coming. (laughs) Well, these gimmicks continued with a skeleton being flown over audiences during the final moments of some showings of House on Haunted Hill. During the film, Fright, Climax, uh, there was a break, but in place for audience members to go get a refund if the film was too scary, for them to finish this however was of course taken advantage of and according to john waters castle's retaliation to this was instead use this break to shame the audience like, nice you know, like God, I, love I, I love that absolutely this is probably the greatest guy ever like the fact that he would just willingly shame his audience just because they thought it was too scary and they just pretty much pussed out on watching the movie and it's just like look at this little is, bitch yeah what are you doing? Oh, he's look at him. Look at him. He's walking away. Oh, he's too scared. Oh, what a little punk. And then he's so like crying. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> so instead of allowing the person to leave for a refund, they were instead sent to Coward's Corner where they that had is... to get their blood pressure checked while a recording <laughs> blared saying, watch the chicken. Watch him shiver in Coward's Corner. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my God. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. I wish they did this more often now. Like, they need, they need this, they need to bring this idea back. This is awesome. They really do. I want to see this. I want to see this in real life. Like, I want, (laughs) that'd be the greatest thing. God, back in, back in the days, it was just, it's too much fun. I feel like they just. (laughs) They just loved the expense. <laughs> they loved to uh, exploit other people's weaknesses. It was just amazing. But you know, I feel like it just really makes for a better experience. Honestly, I mean, people pay to go to amusement well, parks yeah. to get scared and all that kind of stuff. Like in the different exactly. like, Halloween stuff. Like, why can't we do this with a movie? And 
and nobody's going to want to leave if they're going to be constantly berated and being called <laughs> a chicken because, you know, they're, they're going to be like, uh, I'm fucking terrified right now, but I'm not getting up. Did you see what they did to fucking Leroy? They fucking... <laughs> man, they made him cry. That man's crying right now. He he might not ever go back to this. He's actually told me that he's been going through therapy right now for about six months straight. It's 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 horrible. It's, it's terrible. So the first A-list film he was set to direct was Rosemary's Baby, like how you had said before. Yes. Even gaining the rights. However, he was replaced by Roman Polanski. And had, <laughs> and had to instead settle for producing and a brief cameo. Motherfucker. <laughs> he pretty this, he pretty much pulled a Quentin Tarantino, but without the directing part. Exactly. So <laughs> this also ended up being the only A-list movie he was a part of, as he suffered God. from kidney failure shortly after the re- release of the movie, and by the time he recovered, he had lost momentum. Which, I mean, may benefit him in the long run i mean kidney failure sucks but he found a lot of success in the b movie so if he was an a a movie guy he might not have been as big you know who knows or we might not even have like a lot of the b movies that we have now exactly because of it. so but his daughter worked with forrest gump so but his daughter worked with dark castle to help remake house on haunted hill and 13 ghosts who better than your child all right, and so initially focusing on horror movie remakes, starting with House on Haunted Hill, the transition away from that began in 2008 with the movie Rock and Roll Up. Which However, is actually a really good movie. I watched it recently. It's actually pretty good. It's Guy Ritchie movie. It's very Guy Ritchie and very <laughs> Britishy. So, I mean, if you're into that type of thing, it, it's worth a watch. See, but I feel like that definitely kind of hurt Dark Castle and everything. I, like, they, they really should, only they stuck to this for a couple years and then went into that. <laughs> I feel like they should have just stuck with the initial plan. Just, you know, they have plenty of material to go for, you know. So, but, but however, the first movie that received positive credit reviews was Splice in 2009, a decade after the first movie released by the company. Mm-hmm. That's good. At least it's something, you know. I feel like they, they. I feel like they might be trying to possibly have a comeback, but you know, it's so. It's still early to tell. So actually, with that, Dark Castle has collaborated with Warner Brothers, Universal Studios, and a collaboration is in the talks with Blumhouse, who, to me, is honestly like the new Dark Castle Entertainment. Yeah. Um, they kind of. But actually did, sticking to their guns. Yes, they are actually doing what Dark Castle basically kind of went out to do. Of course, like Dark Castle was supposed to pay homage to William Castle and like Blumhouse. That wasn't like, oh, we're gonna try to stick to this one yeah. director. It. They are sticking to these very campy, fun horror movies, like these yeah. ones where and- it's like. It is these amazing stories. It can kind of get a little gory and stuff and kind of, like, irk you in a way. Because, I mean, House of Wax, whenever I see, like, uh, Jared Padalecki's, like, kind of skin come off and everything, it kind of bothers me and stuff. Like, it's just this, like... Nah, you know, it's just a little... (laughs) But... It's a little taken off the top. You know, that has the same with Blumhouse. They have, like, those moments and everything. So it definitely... They, to me, really just feel the 
same. Just, of course, Blumhouse is just more modern. Yeah, well, I think a lot of this, too, with the success of Blumhouse, I think it'll actually pave a little bit more of a way for Dark Castle to come back because then they're going to see how successful they are and they might actually start trying to remake some of the, they might actually start realizing that like, Oh, maybe we should go back to what we were doing. That was working for us for a while. You know, people obviously did like the house on haunted Hill movie. They liked the 13 ghosts ghost ship. They liked all those movies. I mean, even I was looking up rotten tomatoes has a decent score for ghost ship. And you know, it's, I mean, all their movies are, their horror movies are pretty solid. You know, of course, they're campy and everything like that. But I feel like if they came and translated into, like, the newer era, they actually might, you know, be able to bring that. Like, we're, we're going to be able to get into a couple of those. Because, they, you know what, they, yeah. they went wrong in a couple different ways. Oh, so, a lot. A lot. Yeah. So, Dark they, Castle's uh, drift from campy horror movies to action movies discarded the initial goal and drive for what the company had set out for. This, along with Lionsgate releasing horror movies in the early 2000s that were exciting and innovative, innovative, (laughs) uh, (laughs) such as Saw, really set the bar higher for what Dark Castle seemed to be able to produce. Because at that time in early 2000s, yeah, that they set the bar for everything as far as horror. Horror movies were changing at that time. And yeah. everything, and I feel like if Dark Castle maybe would have even just started like five years sooner, they probably would have had a better kind of grip in that genre and everything. Yeah. Because like their movies really do seem kind of more like the '90s movies and everything. Yeah. They were not progressing the way that with Saw. Yeah, like you see them and you know, okay, yes, the first like two Saw movies were definitely made in early 2000 yeah. but but they were like gritty and they kind of paved uh, like the camera style and a lot of like the the, the um i'd say the lighting mm-hmm. and the just the just the dark atmosphere alone kind of set the tone for horror movies even now like i feel oh, like yeah. they still use a lot of those a lot of those camera tricks and a lot of that atmosphere for for nowadays and as I far as like, like for modern horror movies even just like the sounds that Saw really brought into everything, like that yeah. really also changed it up and stuff. Because with uh, and Dark Castle, like Dark Castle, also they used a, they started using a lot of like CGI and the different things like that. Yeah. Versus with Lionsgate, practical. they were actually using practical effects, mm-hmm. and yeah, that has true. a huge effect, like. That in itself like, just brings it into another level. Yeah, no, that's true. And I feel like um, with the practical effects, especially in horror movies, I feel like that kind of gives it's it's more substantial. Like there's actually f- something physically there mm-hmm. to not only you can see the horror in the faces of the actors because it's something that's physically in front of them as opposed to something digitally put there. So all they're doing is screaming at a green screen or whatever it is, you know, or some guy with a stick in his hand going, yeah. like, you know, like I would do. It allows disgusting or like most people and everything won't. because like, <laughs> Mm. yeah <laughs> yeah exactly you know you got the blood dripping you got the little brains coming out and then uh, yeah good times <laughs> i love it so instead what dark castle did is shifted their focus 
to action flicks that now seem almost forgettable. Like, I definitely remember Dark Castle's, like, horror movies. I cannot, for the life of me, think of, like, their Their action action movies. movies. Especially in uh, comparison to the other action movies out (laughs) there. Yeah, 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 for real. Uh, yeah, and, and there was no diehards in their in their list of, of action movies. There was no good standout action movies. And the, the crazy thing is that you got a comp- or people from a company where they made the Matrix trilogy, like we mentioned, and Lethal Weapons, which are, I mean, obviously kick ass, you know, action movies. And for them to, I think that's what they were trying to go with. They're like, oh well, let's go back to what. You know, some of these guys obviously work for these guys. But the thing about it is that you have a whole different crew of people and you have a bunch of different ideas. And I feel like, you know, to be honest, that was kind of the, they were trying to uh, spread too thin. It was like building mm-hmm. a house of cards, you know, and they just started stacking all types of things, all types of, you know, these over, you know, they were trying to do too much at the time. And they could have just easily stuck with their niche, just like how Lionsgate did for a time being, you know, because Lionsgate eventually, they did start branching off to other genres of movies, but, you know, obviously it works for people who have that niche, like Blumhouse does a really good job of horror movies and they stick to that because they do such a good job of it. See, and also I feel like the partnerships and everything do really help with that. Blumhouse has partnered up heavily with Universal, Uh, but Dark Castle, like, I... I personally do not understand how it is that they completely bailed out of the horror movie genre to jump into the action genre that, especially in early 2000s, had a very specific look, had so many, had so much competition, I feel even more so than horror movies and everything. Like, the money that would have to be spent to make an action movie versus a horror movie drastically different and yeah. i don't understand how they kind of all sat together and made that decision like, yeah it's, it it's kind of baffling i don't know and the fact that i mean literally they only did two remakes of the guy that you named your company after yes you would think they would try and hold on to that that novelty just like how he would just or just bring it longer. back just a I little bit <laughs> Like, that be your Hail Mary thing. It's exactly. just like, let's do that, not jump into action. Like, no, go back to what you originally were doing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, there's still a whole list of movies that this man has created. Maybe we can clip down this list and find something that will translate, you know, into a modern, to satisfy a modern audience. I, I think it's possible. I think, to be honest, I'm really hopeful that Dark Castle wises up a little bit and actually does start bringing back at least if they went back to the idea of bringing the uh william castle movies back and remaking a couple of those you know they don't have to go as far as original i mean they could that'd be cool too but i think if they kind of went back to their roots of what the the company was pretty much made for i think it would be i think it'd be good for them I business like would this be a generation really deserves like i feel like this generation really really deserves another william castle movie and everything yeah, at like, least at least one at least bring like, us come one. on the tingler <laughs> and you can keep you can keep the name too it's just it just rolls off the tongue you know the tongue tingler you know 
So while the beginnings of Dark Castle were charming and their movies had a specific feel to them, they were campy and fun, which the other horror movies of this time were not hitting. Movies like Saw, while great and well-received, were gritty and for a more specific audience. I definitely, especially at that time being younger, I was unable to watch the Saw movies. I didn't start watching the Saw movies until maybe just a couple months ago because I'm a bitch when it comes to that shit. But, like, and I appreciate them now and stuff, but definitely at that time, there was a lot of people, and even now, who can't watch those movies. So the Dark Castle movies, like, you're able to watch them, enjoy this, like, horror aspect and all that kind of stuff and everything. They're really great, like, gateway horror movies and all that kind of stuff where you still get that fear, but you also get a little bit of a funny and you still get a great story. I feel like it it almost acts as a haunted house. You know, you got those different haunts where you got, you know, the ones that are pretty, you know, low, low key type of like they're they're scare you, but they're not going to, you know, strangle you physically. Just like uh, one one haunt that I seen where they literally beat the shit out of the people. You know, oh, and yeah. drown them and 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 uh, uh, t- tie them up and uh, some pretty crazy things. That's like Saw, you know. Yes. A little close to it, a little too close, if you would say, because it's actually physically reenacting some of the shit yeah. that you don't see in that movie. No. But don't you know, so, touch me. yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, then you got the the you got the haunts where you know they they know their limit. They get maybe you know a foot from you. You know, like oh yeah, blah blah blah. You know. Oh, so closer than a foot. Okay, all right. So well, yeah. Closer than a foot. I, did, I got I did have... on one of the on one of the actors one time and everything. It was not like one did way touch Angie's shoulder, so yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> they, they just jumped out and and she dropped and I dropped with her, so yeah, it was <laughs> it was a it was a rough day. <laughs> well, I ended up pulling your sister off of the ground when like Jason was like right over her and everything and oh. <laughs> another oh, worker man. was just like staring at her as she was pleading <laughs> she said no no jason no <laughs> you should have said this is your mother stop it oh <laughs> uh, well dark castle hit a market of people that were not being seen their movies were fun and memorable action movies just don't have much room uh, for innovation and the type of fun that was being presented in the horror movies produced. If focus would have uh, remained on their initial genre, there is no doubt that Dark Castle would still be a prominent company. Like and there's nothing stopping them from coming back. I'm telling you, got, if there you guys really listen, get your shit together and get back to making the, the uh, William Castle movies and or honestly, just horror movies. I would love to see Dark Castle and Blumhouse partner up and everything. Oh, I feel like man, that's something so that good. is definitely needed. Blumhouse recently, I haven't been fully liking their stuff and everything. They're missing a slight grittiness that I that Dark Castle can have and everything yeah and like their stories eventually kind of fall apart while dark castle is really able to hold it together yeah no that's true i i feel i feel like you know if they partnered up they came up with something i feel like it'd be a really solid picture it might actually be you know a a top contender in the horror business as far as you know horror movies go but you know dark castle like i said get your shit together start making some more movies get back to the business we miss you. Bring it back. 
hit us up for some ideas. Come on. We got them. Yeah. 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 If you need them, I got them. All right. But anyways, hey. uh, <laughs> so go ahead and follow us on Instagram at UFO Projects and Twitter at UFO underscore projects for updates. So, you know, you guys out there have fun. You'll be getting another podcast soon. This has been yes. Master Shot. My name is Alina. This is Eddie. And we're headed back to our home planet because this planet fucking sucks.